Since the dawn of time, man has reached to obtain that which seemingly lies just beyond his grasp. Reason, enlightenment, understanding. It is said that the game of basketball can provide this fulfillment, but only to those who devote themselves to its principles, to a higher purpose, to end smart basketball. I was asking you earlier, um, uh, uh, Sean, about about the your your living room space and and the amount of of like pests that you have to deal with. Do you have like do you have rat rats or mice sneaking in at all? No, not really at all. I think uh, there's a good number of like wild cats and uh, snakes, so that keeps the rat population down. You know? Snakes. That's that's a, we haven't talked about snakes yet. Let's. I want to hear about the snake population. Yeah, I've only seen a couple of them so far. Um. <laughs> oh, thank you. That sounds like too too many. Yeah, there was one crossing the street, and um, one was like, how do you say, like, um, <laughs> you guys get the music in the background. I saw I one crawling in my yard the other day, and it was pretty huge, and, like, I don't know how to tell if they're mean or nice, but I stayed away from it. But I, I could just hear the leaves are, are rustling. There, are there cobras in that area of the world? Yes, there are. Like, that is one of the hazards is cobras, but basically the only rule is, like, don't walk in, like, like brush. You know what I mean? Don't be stepping through, like, piles of, like, grass, like, low, like, high grass and stuff. And then also there's like uh, scorpions, but I'm pretty used to dealing with that. And like, to be totally honest. Is that, is that Bob laughing in the background? Bob, is that you laughing in the background? What, to, what's so funny exactly, Bob? Can you please, please share? So to be totally honest, like living in Virginia, I would put the risk of a copperhead snake hurting you like way higher than a cobra here because cobras actually run away when they hear you. And copperhead snakes freeze, and they it's like really easy to step on a copperhead. But it's like you'd have to get a cobra like cornered and like be antagonizing it to really get bit by so one people, or something. People don't typically die from cobras unless they're like really going out of the way to, to die from a cobra. Yeah, like antagonizing it or like trying to remove okay. it without like a proper stick or something. Um, you keep your door closed when you leave, yeah. And then scorpions, same. Like, you got black widows and brown recluse in, uh, in the States, and, like, they're just as hurtful as a scorpion. Really, it's just, it's like a horrible bee sting. Yeah, not the end of the world. So, yeah. It's really nothing I thought you, di- I thought you died. There might be some. There are some species impact. of scorpion that could be like that, but, uh, yeah. Not, it's, no. Nah. You, you could die Are the scorpions in Texas? Because there's scorpions in Texas, right? I've never been, but I believe so. Okay, no one's been to Texas that's on this, this recording, but but I believe there's scorpions in the, in the deep south. And, I'm sure there are. And yeah, are those the same exact species that lives in India? I would think no. That would be my guess. His time is so valuable, right? He's, we're taking away from 
was he was he he was playing harness harness contest at at the Meadowlands, right? Oh, now, Bob, now I, are you are you I, I can, tonight? I can barely hear him. Turn your mic up, Bob. Hello. That's better. Hello. There you go. Uh, am I cranky? Um, no, I feel much better now. <laughs> I just, I just thought it was because you were just tired from a long, hard week at work. Yeah, it wasn't that. No. I wish. I wish Skype had like a like an, sort of a built-in feature like uh, like Snapchat where you could replace the face with like a. Right. With, 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 with something else, and in this case, if it could like protect, perhaps take Bob's face and and overlay it with what he might look like in forty years, with like an old man, because yeah. they would really fit his like curmudgeon attitude. He's <laughs> he's really sort of you know giving off off tonight. I, mean, I mean, he's getting I there, right? Like he doesn't want to leave his house ever. He gets cranky when he has to meet other people. I, I just I just did, I just was being a prima donna. I didn't want to put up with with the noise. I'm sorry. Bob, the hair's looking good tonight. It's a is especially um, buoyant, if that's the right word. Yeah, I've been doing this a lot. We're watching my racing. Bob, before <laughs> we get into Bob, before we get into our um, main topic of discussion, what are your thoughts on Tim Tebow getting engaged? Happy for him. I think yeah. he's gonna have a great. I think he's gonna have a great time. I think you. Yeah. I, I sort of assumed your hair was inspired by Tim Tebow. Like I think because of that news. That he broke today, where where he got married or, or or engaged or whatever, you saw his hair and you're like, boy, I gotta up my my hair game. Uh, my my hair game is inspired by Michael Weston from Burn Notice. Everyone knows this. Oh, okay, Sean's but but back. I mean, yeah, Sean's back. It's quiet now too. But I mean, may, maybe it's inspired from Burn Notice. But you don't think that you saw Tim Tebow's hair and was like, boy, I need to make sure that I need to put a little extra touch on my hair today. That that's not that didn't happen. A little bit, yeah. Well, sure. Okay. I think Bob to make it more Tebow like I feel like Tebow has like um, put in his part line like he's like. He's got it shaved in. Yeah. 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 I'm not going there. Yeah. Yeah, So I'm mesmerized by 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 Sean eating food here. I told them here that there was a. an American dignitary that I needed to speak with on the phone in Wisconsin, <laughs> and they cut the radio off. American basketball player that. named Grayson Allen plays <laughs> for the Utah, the Utah Jazz. Who refused to speak if that radio didn't get shut off. I appreciate that. <laughs> so let's talk a little. I, I really want to get into this because I feel like we're in a we're got Bob in the right mood here. I know we've been talking in our in our internet chat about the NBA style of play, where where the the three pointer, the the layup is 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 where it's at today, and and I think some people think it's boring. Um, but but in, in my mind, I sort of was thinking, isn't there a way to defend that? Like, can you create a defense? You know, there's always going to be a response to to the latest trend and, and whatever else. What's the what's the preferred way to attack that? And then I, th- I feel like Bob actually had that idea already in place. Him and Joel apparently went out in the past few months and like got wasted and, and came up with these ideas. Can we hear some 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 like what's your what's your proposal, Bob, as to how you would defend the three pointer and layup based offense? Well, well, to be to be very clear, I mean I'm I'm going to give full credit for the original idea to Joel, 
Joel um, Joel Simmons, right? Yes, he is a uh, he, he's the visionary here. Okay, truly. But um, so so really, what it's all about is that teams want to either shoot threes or shoot late. Oh my god. What a, god, what a diva. God damn it, Sean. What a diva. I mean, we've been doing this for three podcasts now, and it doesn't bother anybody. And then Bob gets on, and all of a sudden, he's such a prima donna. He can't even breathe if everyone is not fully focused on him. All right. Did you, was, all right, did someone get shot in the background, or was that a rickshaw was, driving by? It was a rickshaw. Really it was a basic rickshaw. Your run in the mill, three wheel rickshaw. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to just throw this in the... I don't know how to cut the conversation off. Here. <laughs> okay, so Joel... Sorry, Sean, Sean just left. Okay. I hope keep recording, though. Let's get back on the recording. Joel Simmons... Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so, so you give Joel full credit for all this, is what you're saying? Yeah, I do. Um, well, I don't know. Roll us back to so that conversation that happened at was it was it at a casino where you maybe at a Nuggets game sorry Bucks game? Uh, I think it was I'm gonna say it was like pre-game Bucks, uh, probably at a bar local bar. Um, but anyways, uh, the the point being, everyone wants to do either shoot threes or shoot layups, right? So why why are, why are you playing defense like at the three point line or behind the three point line on a guy who's outside the three point line? Force him, force him inside the three-point line, right? Why not? Why not start there? Let him, let him go inside the three-point line. Why are you defending that okay, area? Okay, I agree with that, but like, how do you get that to happen? Do you, do you, you can't just, you know, grab their arm and throw them into the, into the arc. How do you, how do you force them into the three-point area or the the, the two-point area? Sorry. So you you play defense behind them. So you you literally like. Put yourself so on the opposite awful. opposite. So you're so the player is between you and and the hoop. Yes, exactly. Okay. So you, like, you're, t- <laughs> you're you know like the, the old school way of thinking is keep keep yourself between the offensive player and the hoop. Let's flip that around. Let's let's change the game up. Yeah. When I'm when I when I go to the to the recreation center and I and I play basketball, I generally when I play defense, I try and keep myself. Between the, the ball handler and the, the basket. So you're saying the opposite. Put the the ball handler between you and the rim. Exactly. Okay, why, so, why not? Okay. Continue. So if you can do that, um, you know, you, you really... So kind of the thing now is the step back three, right? Everyone's like, how are you going to defend the step back three? Well, if you're behind the guy, he steps back into you. That's a charge. That's a charge. <laughs> I just chuckling. Get, I mean, are you done? For now. I, I don't even know where I started and where I stopped because I'm so flustered. Are you disoriented? Are you, or do you feel like you've, you've been uh, you know, hit in the face with, with, a, with a broom? Oh, run over by a rickshaw. Run over by a rickshaw would be a, a okay. That's apt. Yeah. That's apt. Okay. Yes. Go ahead, Ed. I know you have some thoughts. I mean, th- this is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Why, stand, Ed? Stand behind a guy so that he can't take a step back three, so that he can go and take a more high percentage shot. That is, 
That is Dude. the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. And I want to permanently take away any tweeting privileges you have from the Smart Basketball account. I don't oh, want to be hold, associated with it. Hold on. Hold on here. Is it or is it not preferable to have a player take a mid-range jumper or a three-pointer? Uh, I would say it is preferable to have him take a contest- contested shot with a guy between them and the hoop. <laughs> okay, so I now think it- I know. I think I know where you're going with this, Bob. So you want to put like maybe two guys in in the area yep. of the rim, maybe right? Yep. Bingo. So it's like a it's yep. like a modified three-two zone. Yes. And you've exactly. got three three guys. One, uh, you know, maybe on the 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 area where the the three pointer three point line curves starts to curve outside. So yeah, outside of the three point line is yeah. where I want this. at the top. Of, I want the... towards yeah, maybe like seventeen feet away from the baseline, and then maybe another guy at the top of the key, top of the three point line, yeah. and the other guy on the other side, and then two guys beneath the rim. So basically, you're forcing yep. wide open mid range jumpers. No. Exactly. Exactly. This is where this is where the plan fails. Okay, let me tell you why. Because any player, when you start playing this, they are not going to settle for mid range. They're going to take it in and drive it to the hoop, so that now it's five on four. Yeah. And you're yeah, going to have you're going to have help ahead. defense. You're going to have help defense come up, slide away from their guys, and they're going to dump it off for dunks. This go, is the dumbest go, thing I've ever heard. Go ahead and and take it at my rim protectors. I've got two. I've got two rim protectors in this system that you don't want to take on in the paint, man. So Wouldn't two it be rim five protectors that can't, that can't shoot threes on the other end. Wouldn't it be five on two because the three guys are outside the three-point line and, and not moving in? It's five on two. Yeah. It's five, five on, on two, two, not five on four, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I sense... you want to take away – you want to really – you want those You want those two guys really in the corner too because you want to take away the corner three, I think, so – they got to be able to defend the corner three from behind. So basically out of bounds. It really just astounds me. <laughs> this has gone too far. <laughs> that Man. part I'm joking. That part I'm joking about. But seriously, why would you guard a uh, why would you guard a guy like Steph Curry the way like normal? Play behind him. Send him in to the to the paint. I'm I'm, ser- I'm serious yeah. about that part. Yeah, but he, you know, it's all, I bet if he had, yeah. if he took, I don't, I don't. There's surely actually data on this. The amount of of mid, I'm sure he do, he does take mid range jumpers when they're wide open. And if you're going to give him wide open mid range jumpers, he he's going to make. You know, yeah, it's going to be like a be... free throw for him. What is what is Steph shoot from That's three? Fine. Forty forty some percent probably forty five percent. It's worth two points in there rather than three. I mean, right. Steph is amazingly good at shooting threes, right? And he's still, though, you can't – it's not sustainable that he would shoot. He might be over 50% or close to 50% right now. I'd have to look it up. But if you're going to give him a wide-open 8-foot mid-range, he's going to hit that like 70% of the time. Um, I don't – what's his effective field goal percentage right now? It's, it's I mean, really high. These are all stats we can look exactly. up and have at hand. If we had a producer, they could they could do that while we were sitting here talking. Um, I'm I just still... saying it. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean his his uh, his. I'm, I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to look up stats on the fly. Yeah, that's here. why I, mean... I was gonna I was gonna talk while while you looked yeah. it up. So so go ahead and keep looking it up. The okay. Steph Curry's what... effective field goal percentage is sixty one percent. Sixty one percent. 
So all he has to do is go. shoot higher than 61% from inside the, the, the uh, three-point arc. Is that right? Like, shooting, what would you? What would shooting, you? He's shooting forty-four percent from three, and he's shooting fifty-four percent from two. What would you need to do in order to make your two-pointer less a quality effective? shot? No, 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 a quality shot. At what point is it more valuable than a three? Because if if you can shoot a hundred percent from two, you're a moron for taking any threes unless you're making like what sixty-five percent right. or whatever. Right. So there's right. a there's a threshold here, and I'm just wondering what that is. I can't I can't off the top of my head do that, but I'll I'll let I'll let Bob do that while I'm while I'm talking here. But yeah, I mean if he can hit a a two pointer, whether it's a mid range or a layup or whatever, at a I guess let's go with the mid range because that's the the argument here at a let's say eighty percent, which might be high, but let's say he can, that has to be better than a forty percent three pointer, right? Well, so I can tell you that. During Steph Curry's MVP season, he his effective field goal percentage um, on corner threes was seventy one point nine percent. Okay, so what? I mean, if you're thinking of the math on that, I mean, ultimately, field okay. So so for his corner three, that that's better than any two point shot. Yeah, I mean, what he's got to do is he's got to he's got to make quite a few. Two-point shots. I mean, it, it'd be it'd be hard, in my opinion, to, to shoot that well from a mid-range two-point shot. So why why ever give him a corner three? Don't don't do it. Okay, but you're not you're not we're, you're you're also in this. You're not take you're taking into account the ball handler's shooting percentage. You're discounting the fact that you have one less defender, and now you have. Help defense coming around, which is going to open up another player on offense for a more, even more higher percentage shot. This is where this is where the great the great Bob and Joel Potawatomi scheme fails. <laughs> I don't think it fails. I think it's I think it's effective. It's extremely effective. I am offended and ashamed to be your friend right now. I'm so you know I'm. I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm so uh, I'm so discombobulated still that uh, I just don't. Well, I mean, no. Here's is, here's the real not, world. This is yeah. not gonna see the light of day from my end. That's for sure. Here's the real world way. I noticed that at the beginning, you really put all the credit onto Joel with this before you're able to hear <laughs> my my cross examination. Um, so that way, afterwards, and after you've just been eviscerated, you can safely walk away from it and say, well, actually, it was really Joel's idea. I mean, That's he kind, true. Of, he kind of brought it up. That's totally accurate. Yeah. That's right. But, again, I'm not sending any recordings of this to anybody. So. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. You motherfucker. <laughs> I, I don't even know what's going on right now. I I'm still I'm still confused. I was pull I was yourself together, man. I, I had sensory overload from the beginning really? of this podcast. Okay, what did you did you did you leave the house tonight and you you came back? Did you go 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 somewhere? Yeah, yeah we went out to dinner. The whole family. Backyard, backyard bar and grill. That's right. The whole family. Backyard bar and grill used to be a Hardee's. Am I still right? Yeah. <laughs> 
I used to be a hardy. Am I still right in that Candace usually drives when you drink because she doesn't like having just one drink? No, I usually drive. But oh, you so you drove tonight too? Yeah. Okay. You must not have been drinking that much then. I just had a couple drinks. Yeah, a couple drinks is fine. A couple yeah. drinks, no seatbelt, all good. <laughs> Come home, discombobulated. Angry. Have to, have to listen to some shit from India. Fuck. What, Se- secretly crushed that Tim Tebow's getting married. <laughs> yeah. Had to get birthday birthday party streamers put up in the living room. Oh yeah, when is, is it uh, Claire's birthday? When Next week. week. Next week. Parties okay. tomorrow. Parties okay. tomorrow. Yeah. She she eight. She will be eight. Man, that's crazy. That is wild. I remember Ooh. when she was when she was born. Uh, I think me and Ashley were like a, a couple months later. We were in Vegas, and you didn't. You weren't at that trip because you you just had a newborn. Yeah. That's and, right. Uh, and yet he yeah. made it to Belmont after John was born, like within a couple weeks. Yeah. Well, you know, your, That's second, true. your second child is completely <laughs> meaningless. Very true. More or yeah. less. Do we have any other controversial topics tonight for for discussion? I was waiting all day for that. Yeah, me too. Did you? This is really disappointing because we're not we're not going to ever publish this. But uh, so, Ed, uh, did you have a? Like a, a, a sort of a defense in mind for this this new style of NBA offense, which there's no name for apparently. It's just shooting threes and making layups. Um, no, I mean I think you just need to, I think you need to be able to. Uh, you got to draft. Kind of, I'm thinking just like the Bucks. Do the Bucks have a good defense for this kind of offense? I mean, they run the offense, right? Did I you say they were draft? Huh? Did you say they were draft? Huh? Draft? Who the hell is Bob talking to? What? No, what'd you say? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> are, are, is she washing your jeans? Yeah, she's washing my jeans. Tell, tell Candid, tell Candid, you need to sleep on the couch tonight for that terrible argument you just made. <laughs> and just your made. general demeanor. She either gave me or all of us the collective finger as she walked upstairs. (laughs) (laughs) It has to be just you. Probably just me. Yeah. Um, I just sent her a message. (laughs) (laughs) But you wash your jeans like, what, once a a month? Yeah, actually, what happened was... um, I, I actually changed, so I, I haven't washed these jeans in like three weeks. And we went, and I, before we went out to eat, I put on a new pair and put these in the laundry. And while we were out to eat, John tipped over his kitty cocktail and got on my, my fresh jeans. So now I've got two pairs of jeans in the wash at one time. What's this kitty Brutal. cocktail, like a sarsaparilla? No, it's, hold, hold the phone. You know what a kitty cocktail is? Oh, come on, Zach. Yeah, that's definitely probably real Wisconsin. That yeah, sounds thing very Wisconsin-y. Okay. You gotta introduce really? your kids into drinking at an early age. Really? Is that okay? That is a Wisconsin thing, hey? Okay. It's uh. Can, can I guess? Wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. Is it like Seven Up and like cherry juice? Grenadine, yeah. 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 
Yeah. I think it's Sprite and Grenadine, but yeah. Right. Delicious. We, Henry tried one. He is. They have never had soda, and they tried a kitty cocktail once, and uh, <laughs> he thought it was terrible because he didn't like the. He's not used to the carbonation. He kind of made like a like something bad see, on his tongue type face. Yeah. I could see that. Is that a is that a is that a conscious decision that you guys have made to to not deliver uh, carbonated drinks to your children, Ed? Yeah, and I don't even know what the hell the difference is because they have juice and other stuff. Um, fair, not not too much, but for whatever reason, I just have not given Henry a chance to have a swig of my Mountain Dew when I happen to have one. That's amazing. I mean, I held off on that for a while, um, but uh, that's amazing that he's never had like even the, the slightest, slightest tip of the tongue. You know. No. Not that kitty cocktail. My daughter drinks sparkling like like water, sparkling water. Perrier. Well, whatever. Clearly, I mean, clearly Canadian. <laughs> Lacroix. P- Pellegrino. I don't know. Pellegrino. Yeah, Lacroix. Yeah. Do they still make clearly Canadian? Whatever my wife buys, probably. Wherever they sell Zima. Zima. <laughs> Where do they sell Zima and um, Pepsi Clear? <laughs> See, I got a laugh out of Bob and nothing out of Zach. Nothing. <laughs> just, just nothing. I have laughed on multiple occasions at your at your, at your <laughs> jokes tonight, but not but not that one. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> hmm. I mean, I, I feel well, like not... I, wa- I, I want to I want to have an actual discussion on this uh, this topic, but I'm just so just so not there right now. Here's okay. Can we if we're having a legitimate discussion on not many guys can hit step back threes? Like I was watching Harden against the Bucks, <laughs> and, okay. and he was good, but he was jacking them up, and that's not a very high percentage shot. I mean, anytime. If you, all you got to do, this is what I was thinking of, like as an actual answer, you're obviously not going to play behind the guy, okay? <laughs> you're not going to play behind the guy. So if you if you get your heels as a defender on the three-point line and stay up on them, any foot further away that that guy shoots from the three-point line is a less, you know, that's a good defensive move. So right. Right. That's, that's how you play the step back is just, don't give up ground and play up higher on the three-point line, and you got to have guys, I guess, that are athletic enough to, you know, guard against the drive with any type of open space. Now they got behind them. That would be an actual answer, which we may or may not want on this nonsense of a podcast. I would allow that. I just think I do think. I mean, so if you if you actually play behind the guy, think about the advantage that gives you on like a fast break as well. Why, I mean, it's kind why of, doesn't everybody do that then? <laughs> why wouldn't everybody do that? Because nobody does that right now. Nobody does that. Yeah. You can Actually, be the first. It's like cherry picking to some what about extent. Our, our resident contrarian is being very silent here right now. Well, I think I think if you're going to do that, Bob, you might as well yeah play four on five in general and then have the, the cherry picker back there. And, and, and I think those, those four guys can do just as well as five to, to try and force... 
your your opposing team into a into a two point shot. That's you know a mid range jumper. How often is is the how often is the person that's cherry picking? Are they going to get jacked because teams are going to get pissed that they're just standing down there? Like, are we going to see more <laughs> fights? I would hope so. Yeah. Did you say more fights? Yeah, because I think teams are going to get frustrated when you got guys just cherry picking, and you're going to see more flagrant flagrant fouls on. Uh... <laughs> Bob. Oh, I just Bob think there's a the flack. All right. There's a lot of. There's a lot of interesting basketball ideas that really haven't been tried, and I think these are two of them. Where where would you let this thing germinate? Would you do it at like a middle school level? No, there's no point to do it at a middle school level. I mean, the only the only honestly, you you need to do it. We're giving Zach a headache. The the, the middle school where 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 James Harden and and Lamarcus Aldridge. <laughs> Right. <laughs> that, that middle school, okay. right? Yeah. Well, this those is, types this of players again, exist. Yeah. This is again. This is Bob's wheelhouse where he can propose something that he claims is to be right, which he will never actually have the ability to test because <laughs> it would only make, te- you know, it would only make sense to test at the NBA level when you got guys that shoot forty five percent. Well, there's from there's the D League or the G League or, or whatever they, whatever alphabet letter league they call that now, right? There's the the NBA right. minor league. You could play try it there if you really afraid of losing NBA games because heaven forbid you lose NBA games when you're trying to tank but yeah right I mean honestly I think the ideal situation to pull it out would be um, like the first round when I don't know like say the Grizzlies are playing the Warriors and Steph Curry comes on the floor and Mike Conley is running, is running behind him on the floor just letting him go to the hoop it would take a while and I, I think it'd be like the commentators would be kind of confused for a while and and Curry and Steve Kerr would be like rubbing their heads on the sideline like not sure what to do um, and well, that's of course the initial it. the initial uh, reaction to this <laughs> freak show of a defense would, would be very <laughs> perplexing for the first few minutes but it would be you know after you know maybe okay let's say it works the first game because the team is so confused once you get a couple games under uh, you know a video of this it's it's it doesn't seem like it's the longevity of it it doesn't, it doesn't seem very very high what maybe. would uh, what would somebody like Bill Raftery say like in, if it was in college hoops that's a great question what would he call that Cowardly, yeah. Cowardly. <laughs> it would be cowardly. You'd be playing behind just so no, you get fast break points. No, it's not. It's it, you could block from behind. I think. I think. <laughs> well, I think one of the biggest block drawbacks. I think, I think one of the biggest drawbacks would honestly be that refs wouldn't know what to do. Like every time you would like bump the guy from behind, even if you could totally get away with it, if you were in front of the guy, they'd call it a foul. You're. The best was when you said that you would get more, you would get charges out of the guys doing step backs while you were just standing behind them, <laughs> not contesting a shot and just standing there. Like I'm, I'm picturing a guy like doing like a charge where you know he's got like the hands down by the crotch, you know, just hoping, hoping that the guy does a step back as opposed to you know like an actual regular jump shot because there's nobody in front of him. Actually, the more I think about it, Bob, I think this is actually a good idea because if you if you play with defense against that guy as if he were 
you know, uh, like a like a tight man, a man, and or and you know, right. and, and make him with another guy, mind you, right? With so you're basically two on one in this guy, but the guy who's behind <laughs> is, is like he's like hiding, and if he's hi- <laughs> if you can sort of you know trick trick the shooter into to, to forgetting that he's there. <laughs> <laughs> Magic man. Well, I think you're onto something now, Bob. <laughs> Bob, let's here. Here's the best. The best testing ground is when we are all together again and we can play NBA Live '95. Bob, you when you control the team, just play defense, standing behind anybody that has a good three-point shooter, and see how it works. Well, here's here's the other thing that I didn't really think of before is that a lot of guys kind of naturally they have they have like the they have the kind of fadeaway motion, you know, to, to give them some more space. So it's, so it's easier to block, right? It, it, yeah, every time, like right. they gotta change their whole shooting motion. I mean, this is this yeah. is some progress. This is revolutionary. I'm with you now. Before I was a little skeptical, Bob, but I think. <laughs> Yeah. Like, you know, okay. I hardly doubt that guys would adapt to have a more higher percentage shot because there's nobody in front of them contesting it. <laughs> oh, it's just so delightful. <laughs> I wish we had Joel here too. Joel would have actually probably given like a much better account of himself and you know made an understandable argument. Um, so I apologize for that, but uh, Joel speaks best. from the heart. Um, from what I can tell, just the way like the way he bets, and so it's kind of hard to go against that. You know, logic be damned. <laughs> I'd agree with that. Uh, How do you know what Joel bets? I I am aware of what Joel bets from maybe a one Cougar Atkins. Is there a JoelBets.com <laughs> website that that, that 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 publishes this? I think I'm aware of sometimes when Joel bets and then his um, his take behind it is is fairly often supplied to me. No, it took us it took us about 20 minutes to get here, but I really feel like I'm now on board with this defense. I, initially, Bob, I was I was a little skeptical. I thought you were just kidding, but I now I feel like you're actually serious. And after oh, yeah. kind of stepped through it in a way that that sort of makes sense, now I'm I'm definitely on board. I can't find yep. Steph Curry's all right yep mid range okay. uh, jump shot uh, percentage. <laughs> Ed, Ed is just, I don't know. Ed is, uh, did, did Ed leave? Was he upset? He, yep, he left. Oh, he left. Now it's just me and you, Bob. Okay, the podcast <laughs> can really get started now. <laughs> did it cross midnight? Was that his, his like, curfew, do you think? Uh, or, I think, or he just felt like we, uh, we took it a little too far. He was, he was frustrated. Took what too far? I don't understand. The, the defense. Oh. I, th- I thought we I took it to the right. A- I think he felt offended as a basketball lover that we're trying to think outside the box. You think he takes it that seriously? Okay. All right. I don't, but I'm going to say I'm not sure, yeah. It's very unclear. <laughs> it's been a while since it's just been me and you on the phone together. It has been, yeah. I feel like the last time we did a pod, we did that late night pod. But yeah, that that uh, Ed and Peter were on, and I think you hopped off. I, I definitely was the two. first to bail because I had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 
Are you still working out with that that weird, crazy uh, video DVD set that you purchased a couple years ago? Yeah, I've, I've still got the poster on the What's wall. What's it called? Metashred Extreme. Metashred Extreme. Extreme. Yeah. Do you, you, probably, I, uh, you probably don't have to watch the video because you have it all memorized, right? No, I don't. I mean, I didn't really do anything last year. <laughs> like, I, Oh, okay. The number of times I worked out last year was not a lot, so, so I need the videos. You have to be motivated by like a trip to Vegas or something, right? Or pretty much, yeah. I need a little something. Uh, no, it's understandable. It's all about the looks. I get it. I get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like Ed would have something to say about that. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed that dropped off. I guess. Um, what if Sean rejoined right now? How upset would you be? Oh, I'd leave. You'd leave? Okay. 